Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for tapping on our conversation with Clinton Kane. It is an honor to be in your ears today. We have a lot to discuss with Clinton, including life, music, more life. I mean, there's a lot on the agenda. It's a great conversation. It's gone viral on TikTok a few times. So please listen to it and enjoy it. And let us know what you think. Share all your feedback whenever you want at Sex Hang Show on any form of social media. And oh, reminder, subscribe to our podcast, please. And thank you. Okay, here's Clinton Kane. Hello, beautiful human. My name is Zach. That is Dan. And we welcome to the studio uh, one of my best friends and easily one of my favorite artists of all time. In my opinion, one of the greatest songwriters that our generation has to offer to this world. Ow. Hi, Clinton Kane. Hello, how are you? <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, thank you. Are you excited to be here? Not really. He's been here for a while, he's been here for three hours, let's be real. I'm very excited to be here, thanks for having me. Hold on, everybody's like being recorded in a little bit too loud. How are you doing over there? Uh, we're okay. We're like full of messes today. Yeah. I, I got my day off on a like a really... My, I woke up this morning and my car had zero miles to it, so like if that's giving you any indication of where my day was headed... Huh. But I'm going to pick it up. We have an album out today. I sure fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday I'll be okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> Do you ever really want to be okay? Wow, Jesus, really getting deep into it. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. I want to be okay. Yeah, but why, do you look, why are you looking at me like that? Like, I don't. If you're okay, can you still write music? Yeah, of course. Different types of music? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's gonna be a problem if I am okay. Because okay is like so open ended. I could still be fucked if you're okay. If I was great, mm. then I can't write those that music. But like okay, like if I asked you, how are you doing today, Zach? I'm okay. What does that mean? It means that I'm not good. I'm not great. I'm there like we right go. there in the middle. So I can be okay. There's always room for improvement. Um, what? Are we starting right now? Yeah. yeah. We, oh, yeah. Oh, just, okay, cool. <laughs> no, I'm just talking to you for fun. Uh, I thought that was. I thought that's what we would do. <laughs> well, usually when we talk, it is for fun. Yeah, that's true. And this is for fun? Yeah. Except the being late part. That wasn't fun. I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> I've never... Everybody, been... everybody, um, just a tip for everyone who comes on the show. Do not be close friends with Zach because he will take advantage of you and be late. <laughs> And think that that's okay. No, no, no. I, I did say that, like, thank God it was you. Yeah, it's so fucked. I, I did say that. I was like, I'm so happy it's you. And, like, you know, not, not somebody else who's going to judge me intensely yeah, for Yeah, I'm pretty easygoing, mate. No worries. You you are easygoing, but at the same time, no. you, you I, I don't think you're not easygoing. I think you're incredibly emotional in a beautiful way mm-hmm. and very in tune with... My emotions. Yeah, and the nuances to your emotions. Yes. Is it hard to manage that while still trying to navigate real life? I think it helps. Being emotionally in tune? Yeah. Yeah. It helps in like every aspect of my, like every everywhere, like my relationships with friends and romantic relationships and all that stuff. Pretty, like being more, I don't know, like I guess um, I hate being self-aware because it's, ruining my life but also like it's i feel like it's it helps me it helps me in life is it ruining your life or is it actually creating a career and a life for you because self-awareness and that emotional intuneness and like the nuances to your emotions comes through in the music you create right so does I, it, there's no like i don't think there's a right or wrong or like it helps or it doesn't i think it's just like super open-ended you know why do you a panic attack brought on songwriting for you is that correct yes so I can even say that like this thing that you make a living off of was born out of an emotional like one of the most emotional moments of your life. Right. How do you realize that songwriting is the way to manage emotions, anxiety? Because that's what happened when I first started writing. Right. Like that was like the panic attack left as soon as I finished writing that song. 
and at that point I was just like that was a, that was the only way to like for all those bottled up feelings to like dissipate or go away in a healthy way I feel like how long does it take you to write the song that comes after immediately after or during the panic attack that song yeah it took like 10 minutes so w- w- trying to break it down like is writing out your emotions allow you to manage it see it for what it is what is it all of that manage see see it for what it is like see like see it in like a larger view like just understand it a little bit more did you think you could write songs before the panic attack no i, I couldn't write fucking anything did you try i tried I did. I think we talked about this on the last podcast. I think you forgot because you hate me. It's okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I I tried so hard because I was doing YouTube covers already. Yeah, I knew that. And like I um I told my everyone was like commenting like by everyone I mean like twenty thousand subscribers. So not really like everyone <laughs> act like I'm a big deal. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm a peasant. Um, ever. <laughs> people were commenting like oh like please like we like we want to see some original music blah 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 i was like trying to write nothing worked out i just couldn't like write anything like pen and paper or like type anything down and i like told my brother like i i called my brother up because we i have two siblings and um they they write too they all sing and they write they don't do it as a profession but they do like everyone the whole like family does all part of christianity in the church yes 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 because your mom's a pentecostal pastor Mm -hmm. was Mm mm-hmm you you gonna laugh about it? No, 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 no. I just love the is what. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, it is. Everyone, my mom's dead. <laughs> just say it, Zach. Say it to my face. Um, it's it's really not funny, but you. So why are we laughing? Why are you laughing? Because you're laughing. This is. <laughs> No, but I, I essentially like paid my brother $250 to write me a song. And then he wrote me a song. It was called Luke Warm. And I put it out on YouTube and it like did not too bad. So your brother was your first writer. Mm-hmm. What brings on the panic attack? I, it was such a dumb reason. Maybe maybe it. I, don't, I doubt it was just that. I'm pretty sure it was just pent up emotions from other things. Because I've never, like, when I had that, I never had a panic attack before. That was my first ever one. And I was very confused because people around me were having, like, had anxiety and panic attacks. And it was, like, very normal at that point already. And that was my first ever one. Like, Did you know what it was? No, I didn't. I had no idea. I, like, Googled it. Like, why am, what's going on here? And then I found, I like, called friends and blah, blah, blah. But, um, what was the question? We were talking about, the, I wanted to know what caused it. What's Oh, yes, yes, yes. That turned so, you into a writer. So, so so fucking dumb the reason is so childish and so like i don't know why it sparked it but i'm there was this girl debbie i just said her name well mm. i said it out loud Hi, um i asked her out on a date and she we were like yeah we're gonna meet here we're gonna go get go get dinner and stuff like that because i liked her I, I kind of i like met her a couple times and then whatever we said okay and she completely ghosted me and then i saw her story and she was out with another guy somewhere mm. And then, like, for some reason, like, it wasn't that deep, though. Like, I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, in love with her. There was nothing there. But, like, for some reason, that, like, triggered me. And then maybe, you know, abandonment issues, like, everything just triggered for me, like, from parents and past trauma and stuff. Mm. But, like, after that, I had a, like, panic attack, and it all went downhill and then uphill. And you, do you have panic attacks after that? Uh, Yeah, not so much, though. I've, I think I had... That was 2018, I think, in the past, how many years has it been? Like, three years? Four years? I've had, like, maybe, like, eight, ten panic attacks in the past, like, four years. Do you manage them the same way? Do you write? No, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't really? work. Like, yeah, it's kind of fucked. Like, I don't get it. Like, well, the first, the, the next couple of times, like, I, I tried, I did it again. It just, like... I guess it was more of like a cuz 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 now I'm when it hap- when it happens and when it happened like I'm like okay I'm going to write and it's going to go away. I guess that maybe that mindset of like forcefully doing it just so it goes like doesn't work anymore cuz I did try and it doesn't work. But, I don't know what it is. But maybe you write more often now than you have exactly. ever. So exactly. maybe you're managing your emotions more consistently. <clears throat> it's hard to 
it's there's a there's a weird line now between like writing music and 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 it's like a I'm I get confused in between the line now of writing music for my mental health and doing it as work. So mm. now it's like whenever I write, I don't want to write at times because it's like shit. I'm working. I don't want to be. I I don't want to do this right now. Yeah, but isn't there, there has to be a crossroads though, right? Because the stuff that you're writing for your emotions tend to be the most, and we'll go through them. There are I mean, there are times, yeah. There are like specific songs, like, like Chicken Tendies. Yes, which, that that was fully that didn't feel like work. That was definitely like you know what I mean, like. And that is hands down your biggest record of all time, or is that the second? I think. Really? Yeah, come on. Got well, some big records out there. Don't yeah. worry about it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Chica Teddy's is my most listened to song of 2021. Yes. Um, but Thank you. But you were still late today. I, <laughs> I, I find it, like, it's really fascinating that you emotionally let out often. Do you find that it happens sometimes where your biggest records are the, the emotional ones, but this album in particular... Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the songs you're most connected to are ones that you're writing out of emotional management and not a need for work? Yes. Like, how do you define records you're attached to? Um, how do I define records I'm attached like, to? Oh, actually, better question, and I'm going to rework it. Chicken Tendies, does that song have new meaning to you today than it did when you first wrote it? Yeah. I didn't know it was about my mom. When you were writing it? Yeah, I didn't I had no clue. When did you realize that? We were writing it and it was the first ever time where we were writing about an imaginary girl. We didn't know I was writing with Steven. We didn't like we were writing it like cuz it all just came very naturally and it was very like very organic and we were just writing and everything just came like whatever and then we had the idea and I was like, "Who the fuck are we writing about right now?" Like it it, it was all like confusing. And we finished it, <clears throat> and two weeks later, when I got the bounce, I was, I was sitting in my bathtub. You know what I mean, got my candles, <laughs> got my book. You know what I mean, got my little ducky on the fucking floating in the water. Um, and then I, I had a speaker and I played Chicken Tendies and I started crying. Out of nowhere, it was like all just like very random, and I was like, why the fuck, what, why is this happening? Like this song is about like someone random. And then I listened to the lyrics. I hope he. I hope he treats you better than ever because you deserve the world times two and our simple Sunday afternoons. I didn't, never had any Sunday afternoons with anyone besides my mom, and all the lyrics like, like I I I was writing it and I didn't even know who the fuck it was about, but like all the lyrics were so about my mom and about losing her to religion. Yeah. So, what do you realize in that moment? Like, does music take on a new meaning to you? Yeah. I mean, it's. It, I, f I feel like it's always been that way with writing. Like, there, there's been a couple times where I've written stuff, and it's all just kind of come out of my like heart and like my mind, and I didn't know. I like don't know what it's about, and I don't know what's going on. But there's some sort of like emotional like weight that comes out of me and like power in myself. And then like shortly after, I realize like, oh shit, I just like blindly wrote about something that like I've been going through. Are those songs effortless? Yeah, very much so. Those are the easiest to write. What song on this album is the hardest to hardest, get done? Probably. What songs are on the album? <laughs> I mean, you've been sitting on this album for so for, fucking decades, dude. I've been I've had a version of yeah. the album since November that yeah. I've been listening to. Okay, and I'm, I've already had it ready since August. <laughs> I mean, this is. I could read you the track list if you can't. Oh, remember. that'd be great. Yes, please. Yes, please. Dan. Uh, Love you, Dan, so much, Dan. Love you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> number one, maybe someday it'll all be okay. Yeah. Uh, number two, fourteen. Yeah. Number three, cold. Mm. Number four, chicken tendies. Mm. Number five, keep it to yourself. <sighs> number six, one more day with you. <laughs> Number seven, I guess I'm in love. Mm. Number eight, go to hell. Mm. And number nine, I wish I could hate you for breaking me and calling it love. Um, 14 was the hardest to write. It took like two years. Because it's your life story. Yeah, that was very hard. That was like a, everything had to be perfect. Nothing felt right. There were so many different choruses and versions of the song and all that stuff. And it took, that was the longest ever to write. Do you think the time was worth it? Yeah, very much so. Do you know the difference between a good song and a great song? <clears throat> no. 
I have no fucking clue. I don't, I, I, it's just my opinion. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't necessarily... I, like, I can... I, I know to myself what a great song is in my head, but, like, someone else may think otherwise. What is a great song to you? A uh, great song um, that makes me feel a certain type of way. It makes me feel a lot. Emotions are very, like, important for me in song. Um melodies something that's like a little bit more interesting than just mainstream pop or like main like just every other song you know what i mean something like with a little more pizzazz as the people would say <laughs> little americans <laughs> um and just like the i don't know the songwriting just like the smart ways people use metaphors and you know what i mean it's just like it's all different to everyone i feel like and it's very different to me when you were eight years old you had a crush on a girl in your class and uh, you didn't know how to deal with it, so you wrote how her a letter. You, how how do you know this? You wrote her a letter, and the letter said, "Get Wait. out of my school." It's correct. Who told you this? That 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 happened, right? What are you talking about? That's <laughs> that happened. Yes. How, where, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? Where did you find this out? Did, did you write a letter to a girl when you were eight? That said, get out of my school because yes. you had a crush on her. Yes. You couldn't manage your feelings. No. So she had to leave. How did you find this out? <laughs> no, I'm actually I mean, so confused. The, like, the internet. The internet has this? I have never once spoken about this in my life. Well, you have. No, I haven't. You tweeted about it in 2016. Oh. Damn. You're Come. really going through my... <laughs> Come back far. Jesus Christ. It's eight years ago. Stalker alert. <laughs> eight years ago, I wasn't of age, Zach. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh God! I'm too comfortable. <laughs> what was the last song you wrote for a girl? For a girl, like a love song? Yeah, or like for for, a, for a person. For yeah, for for a woman you were in love with or you had a crush on, you had feelings for. The last, the, the latest. La yes. Um. Go to hell. <laughs> no, I've written uh, I've written a couple songs after that. Um, there's a song called Miserable. That no one has heard. Oh, you've heard it. I have. We listened to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. Yeah, that was the last song I think I wrote. I haven't written in like three months. Why is that? I've been so busy. I was on tour for a little bit. You know what I mean, got a little busy over there. I, I'm not the, I'm not like the artist that likes that's like able to juggle so many things at a time. There's like a lot of people who like just want to keep creating while they're on tour or while they're doing this. Or while. I just, I just can't. Like when I'm writing, I like, I need to be away from people. I need to be somewhere else with no distractions. And I just want to sit in a room and just do that all day. Well, and most of the time I'm, un I'm, I'm like unable to do that because I have so many other things to do. Is there nothing in you that's driving you to like duplicate your, your circumstances and your energy around chicken tendies or I guess I'm in love or what do you mean like those songs are so great yeah exceptional emotionally Thank raw you so much ripped from reality yeah because everything fell into place mm -hmm. has there ever been a want to duplicate the exact like the same people the same room the same energy like do you know what I'm saying no I, I don't think I've ever thought about that even once I think it was just a song that I wrote that people I I I think I think um I think songwriting is like tap water, like dirty tap water. You know what I mean? You you like in an old house in a fucking abandoned like house, and it's like first it starts off dirty, and then it starts being clean, and you turn it off again, it starts like dirty. It's like it's just like there are songs that I will write that people are gonna lean lean to that like do a little better than others, and then there are songs that just aren't you know what i mean i don't think i don't really think about like oh this is i want the same style and i want i I just i don't really think about that too much but are your most successful songs written emotionally from you or mm -hmm. and those two songs i guess i'm in love and chicken tennies were very very easy to write and very like the emotions were all very strong in that moment i'm just trying to acknowledge a common thread but there is a clinton kane sound that exists mm -hmm. from song to song what mm -hmm. what do you think that is I think your voice has something to do with it but there is something to the production and the phrasing of the records yeah I don't, i'm not so i don't really think that deep into it like so meticulously i don't know what it is i don't want i overthink everything of my life already zach stop making me overthink any everything else like <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> why did you want to include those two songs on the album which one uh chicken tendies and i guess i'm in love because this album was is about um 
the past three, two, three years of my life. Do you know what I mean? There's all the, all the, all my transgressions and all negative and positive situations that have affected me like a lot. And these two songs were a part of my life, like writing this whole album. It needed to be on there. Do you set expectations for this album? I set expectations for everything. Creative expectations? Um, yes. And I, I shouldn't, I should probably stop setting expectations. That's one tip. Like I try to like, um, try to follow in my life if you set your expectations really low you won't get fucking disappointed <laughs> do you think expectations and goals are the same thing <clears throat> i don't think so do you think so i don't know i don't think so i think they're very two different things mm, could be like a pig with lipstick on because like an expectation what? i don't really know uh, uh, what that metaphor means uh, like the same thing but dressed up a little different so like oh uh, i see what you mean okay an expectation is something that you just you expect to happen so you may not work for it right okay or, oh yes 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 that's a whereas good. a goal is you're, something that you you're working towards you want to happen and you're working towards it mm -hmm. so maybe the better way to phrase it is do you set goals for the album in terms of also it's a debut so you want to showcase as much as yourself I think with the um for this album with the um the time it took to release and the time that it was done and it was supposed to be released I think all that like kind of just went away in my mind like I think it was the past like year and a half has been like a lot of me um teasing music starting and stopping you know obviously like everything that happened to me in my life like last year was like a lot so all that kind of went away and now I'm I'm just releasing this debut album at a point in my head where I'm just like I need to just put this music out and I need to move on to the next chapter. You know what I mean? If it if it connects with people that's like fucking amazing. You but need, it's like you need this music out more for you. For me. I just need to I feel like this chapter in my life as soon as this album comes out tonight will just like, I want to move on to the next chapter of my life. Oh, that makes me, one, I mean, do you, how, I mean, do you want to talk about, like, yeah. you've had great success, but also really great yeah. tragedy all wrapped into one over the last couple of years. Yeah. Thinking about it really, you know, breaks my heart. Yeah. So, like, I didn't, you know, hearing you say that strengthens the importance of, like, what it means to just get this out and move on. Yeah. Right? Mm hmm Do you write about the loss of your, your mom pass? Yeah. Your brother passed, mm -hmm. and your dad passed. One year, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, chicken tendies is actually—I mean, chicken tendies is actually about losing my mom. And I had a talk with my publicist about explaining how to explain because I wasn't ready to talk about it yet last year about like losing my mom. Um, but she she passed away like two three weeks after the song came out after chicken tennis came out that's why like i had to take a break and there was like a lot of thought and stopping um but that song was actually about losing my mom but i my publicist and i found a way to like make it seem real enough because it's still real like losing her to religion but i have Wait, did you you did you did kind of lose her before she was gone right because you didn't have much of a relationship with no, her. no no it was all gone but it was already complicated before so there's a lot to fucking unpack there yeah yeah there's four songs on the album about my mom what are they chicken tendies one more day with you i wish i could hate you for breaking me and calling it love and um do you want me to read the track list again <laughs> i know actually just three there's just three songs your relationship with religion has to be incredibly complicated because so in one hand it introduced you to music yeah and the songs you write are derived from some huge Christian acts because that's what you were around. Yeah. But also it is one of the driving factors that ruined the relationship between you and your mom. Yep. But also music has helped you. Is it safe to say cope? Music is the only thing in my life that has been constant. I've dealt with a lot of inconsistency with family in my life. I've dealt a lot with like people abandoning me and leaving and saying that they're, you know, not going to go anywhere and, but they leave and just so much like issues like that. And like, as soon as I found music, it was just like this best friend. I know it's like so corny to say, and usually I won't say this cause I don't want to sound fucking corny, but like, <laughs> it really has been my, um, 
I, it really, really has been. There's like a lot of people that say that, but like, I truly, truly like don't know where I would fucking be without this shit. I don't know. It's twofold. You really consider your fans family. Mm -hmm. And I mean that I, I, I see it firsthand. Like yeah. I, I really, it, they matter the most. But also music, you're right, it doesn't go anywhere, but it also allows you to manage and understand yourself a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Do you think about, like, your mom didn't get to hear Chicken Tendies, did she? No, I don't know. No, she didn't, no. Yeah, she was already, like, <sighs> gone before that. I don't know if she heard, I don't know, the thing is, like, I always wonder this every day, like, I wonder if she even got to hear anything that I made. Cause she was still she was alive when I started like the YouTube series yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know if she ever like heard it or like because I, I I didn't we didn't talk like before she died like we hadn't spoken in like a year or something or like a year and a half like no text no call no nothing it was kind of just like you do your own thing it's always been that way so I'm like kind of like accustomed to it but I always think about that like did you hear any of my music? You know what I mean? Like my, the thing, the 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 thing, the the passion, the thing that I'm doing with my life. Like it's it's kind of like sad to think about it sometimes. What about your brother? Um, I think he's heard it. He definitely has. Yeah, we've texted here on and off, but also complicated relationship. I mean, both of them are musicians. They're. I mean, yeah, you're touring the world. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> It's 2 p.m. and I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am. Um, when you suffer that much loss, like how do you how do you deal with it? Like, it's almost like something you can't even deal with. You don't. You don't. You don't. You just you just you just hope that you just hope that you're still able to go through life and figure it out. I mean, dude, like when I lost like my dad, it was a lot of bottled up feelings. When I lost my mom, it like I spent like. I don't even understand like I spent so many nights like on my couch just crying and like music on my Sonos didn't stop for four three weeks I never stopped it just kept playing like the same song that I like wrote about my mom like it I just kept playing 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 I would wake up the song would be playing I'd go to sleep the song would be playing it was like I didn't do anything like it was just like a lot of crying on my couch it was it was like a dark time didn't respond to any of my friends and text like I just like zoned out and like left I just couldn't do it and then by the by the time like three months later my brother died and like I'm like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like what how does this I, this is not real right now how does this fucking happen like doesn't make sense and at that point I didn't shed I didn't like I didn't cry one single tear when my brother died and I was because I was already so numb it was already so much loss. It was already so much shit. And it's like, it, the thing is, it's like, it was, it was, it, it was so much harder because it wasn't like a simple relationship with my mom. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I love my mom and we were great and, and, and she passed away and I'm crying. It was like, we didn't talk. There was lots of issues. There were lots of questions to why you did this, why I did this, all unresolved. these things unresolved so much. I like, I, to this fucking day, like, I don't know what to do with, with those questions in my head. There's no closure. There's no, I just have to move on with life. Like, it doesn't make sense. I just have to keep going and, like, hopefully, that's why the album, like, hopefully everything will be okay. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to cope every single day. Just, you know, just trying to figure it out, figure everything out. Is is releasing this album not a way of moving on, but moving forward? You can finally like, kind of enter the next phase of your life. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I just need this thing to come out, so then I can just. It feels like there's still like a, still like a weight. You know what I mean? It feels like it physically feels like there's still a weight, like hanging. There's so much stress. So there's so much anxiety. Like with this album still being here, because it was like a part of my life back then, and I feel like now I just need to move forward. Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna be able to move on. Course. like never like that's gonna stick with me for the rest of my life but like i want to take that next step to just like move on with my with new emotions with new everything is that is it 
hard to create new stuff while that just hangs hangs around? Not necessarily. I think I feel like I think it helps. Do you know what I mean? Because I can take from all these different emotions and then build them out into a different form of art. Oh, totally. But with the album, just sitting there collecting dust. Oh, you're talking about the album. And it's, it's like very a, hard. It's, it's very a pause. Hard. It's not it's a been, forward. Yeah, it's been very. That, I haven't been able to write. I haven't been able to like dig into different sounds or have been open-minded enough to do that because it's been like hanging in my closet. Like it's yeah. just been weighing on me. Like I just need to get it out. <laughs> How soon? Uh, what's the time frame after you? Uh, while you're grieving, like, do you go into this? Do you make art while you're grieving? Like back when it happened? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't write for um four months, five months. Wow. I couldn't do it. It was too much. It was just one of those things when, like, when it, it it's, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I, it, it was just too, too strong of an emotion for me to be able to sit down and be okay and write. You know what I mean? Like, it took, like, four months to just, like, digest it, to even, like, understand a little bit of what the fuck just happened. You know, and then I didn't write a song until then, or four or five months. Did you go to Australia? No, I haven't. No, we did the funeral through Zoom. <laughs> That's the worst thing ever. That was the worst thing ever. Imagine, imagine, it, like, doing a funeral and, like, this the whole time the service was so bad. And, like, I have to, like, someone's talking, I can't hear it. And there's other people on the Zoom. There's, like, 25 <sighs> other fucking people. Service is happening. I'm like, ooh, I don't understand what the who's talking. And, like, 10 minutes into it, I just fucking closed my laptop. But I couldn't do it anymore. It was, like, too much. I couldn't do it anymore. I was, like, crying all over the place. And I, like, couldn't fucking hear what was going on. That's terrible. It's the worst. That's, and, that's... and that happened three times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'm gonna cry. It's so bad. Dan's just fucking laughing. Psycho. <laughs> you're making me laugh. How am I making you laugh? I'm not fucking doing anything. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not funny. Is it? Is it hard to even like? Is it hard to talk about this album? Promote this album? Talk about these songs because yeah. it brings up so many things. Yeah, I'm having anxiety attack right now. Like, are you really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Mm hmm You seem pretty. Level? I'm coping. Yeah, I'm fine. But I, I act like I, I like I. What just now when we were talking about all that stuff? Like this is the first time I've talked about it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. I no, just... I don't care, dude. Okay. I like laugh about it all the yeah. time. Don't worry about it. I just give you a hard time. Okay. Um, what was the question? Is it hard to talk about is the album? Is it hard album? to talk about this album and promote it and share these songs with people and then go on stage and tour them all over the world? I think the touring aspect is um a little bit easier because you know every time I sing the song it like. Um, helps me cope with that emotional weight, but definitely like talking about it is very hard. You used to FaceTime your fans mm -hmm. a bunch every week. Mm -hmm. Do you still do that? Yes. I still want to do it. I haven't been doing it as much. Um, I haven't been like engaging as much. It's just been like a lot the past couple of months. You know what I mean? Also, I, I think, I think, I think, um, because of this album weighing on me, it's just like I, I stopped engaging so much and doing all this shit because like I just want this to be out and then I can just breathe mm -hmm. and once I'm able to breathe I can do all the things that with 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 the people who follow me and like family and, and like all you know I can start doing all those things again without having to like fucking like shake or like think totally. about like ah oh, this album's still not out this thing's like I just what why did it take so long um um I mean I I, th I think it was a lot of it was a lot of, it was a lot of me, you know what I mean? Like album, this whole album like takes a lot of marketing and a lot of like, you know, we want, obviously we want like things to do well. We want the album to do well. We want singles to do well, like all that stuff. Like there's that work aspect of it um, and promoting and all that stuff. And this was supposed to come out like December last year or November or something. We had so many dates set out for it, but um, I just wasn't in the right headspace. I was like, I, w I was too self-destructive. I was, it was like, it was bad. Like, like my, my life, like, like end of last year, I was just like, it was really bad for me. And like, it, it, I wasn't consistent enough and there wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like uh, there wasn't like a marketing brain in my head at the time. All I could think about was everything else, like all my personal things. And I did, 
my team and everyone, we were just like, we're going to put this on hold. We're just going to let you do your thing. So the whole month of December and like half of January, I just spent like trying to deal with my Grieving and processing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you glad you did that? Very much so. That was a dark time for me. It was very bad. Yeah. (laughs) Rightfully so. Yeah. It'd be weird if it wasn't dark. Yeah, it was just like, it was just like the first time ever where I started like, I've only seen it in movies, you know what I mean? Like where someone loses someone and then they start acting a different way and they're they're rude to their friends, they're an asshole and all these things. Like I I didn't know that was true. I thought you you could control that. But like December, it was just like like friends and family and like everyone around me. I was just like so oblivious to their emotions and I was just like rude. And I was just self-destructive decisions I was making. Everything I was doing was just like not it. Um so we decided to just put it on hold for a little bit. But now it is here. Now it's here. It's coming out tonight. When people listen to it, what do you want them to take away from it? That um, you're not alone, you know? Even if there's one, like growing up, you know, like I always thought I was the odd one out. And I was, I always thought like, not in the headspace of like, oh my God, I'm so quirky. Like, I'm so different. <laughs> like, not in that headspace more than- <laughs> more in the headspace of like I genuinely felt even in a crowd of people like I genuinely felt like I was the only one in this world because of my because of my emotions like I felt like everyone was like so normal and so cool and just like they were just like they could talk properly and like feel properly they didn't feel any sort of sadness or any of that and I've always felt that way growing up and I always Growing up, like I always want, I I just wanted to know that there was one fucking person. I want to know there was one fucking person who felt the same way as me, and that's what I want people to listen to when feel when they listen to this album. Like you're not like you genuinely not fucking alone. Like you're gonna listen to these songs, and you're gonna understand that we're going through the same fucking thing. By the way, that's the energy you give off at the shows. Yeah. In addition to like when you do. Like, when you listen to Clinton's music, it, it, you, you, I feel understood. That's yeah. the best way that's, I can to describe way, it yeah. to people. Yeah, literally, Chicken Tendies before we became friends is my most streamed song of the year. You fuck. Yeah, and you're still late today. <laughs> Three hours late. <laughs> Three hours, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we were supposed to start at twelve. What time is it? Oh, it's two fourteen. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I love you so much. Your shows, the live experience, seeing you live. Your voice is a genre in and of itself. Thank you so much. Do you realize that, or is that no, like? I don't. It is. There's nothing like. Very few people like it, but I put it up there with like a Sam Smith. Oh, like, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Like I don't really think about Adele it. Dell so energy. I don't think about it so much. I don't like. Necess- I'm like in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got an okay voice. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just okay. You listen Just back okay. to your voice, and you're like, this is okay. Yeah. I'm not like, maybe maybe it's because like I'm the one singing and I don't know how to judge what's a good voice or not. Maybe like that's why you have a different perspective and you can like see like because you've seen other people and blah blah blah. But like in myself, like I'm like I have a good voice. Sure, oh, why not? You know what I mean? I don't. The thing is like I don't experience. I this the sad thing is that I don't get to experience what other people experience when they listen to my music or listen to me live. I don't get to, and that's the saddest part that I always think about. Like, I wish I could be playing on stage right now and I could be standing in the back as well. I just want to see what the fuck, like, what's going on here? Like, what are you doing, Clint? Like, actually, what's going on with you? Like, what's up? But you know your moment, like, you're incredibly funny and super fucking quick. Thank you so much. And, like, really, truly, like, when you go to a Clinton Kane show, it feels like he's talking and singing right to you. It's, you're, I can't wait to watch you, like, sell fucking arenas. Thank you. That excites the shit out of me. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, it's not fuck it up, but like, yeah. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs> not true. Hey. It's a sophomore album we uh, we should yeah. be afraid for. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, so- I mean, it's true. yeah. What inspiration are you gonna have for that one? Yeah, we're putting a period on the last, you know. Yeah, we'll just couple wait. years. Yeah, just hopefully, just no more deaths. Just <laughs> forward, forward. Are you pissed that uh? Rand's coffee is no more. Rand's? Rand's coffee? It's your favorite coffee place in Indonesia? No. 
<laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's closed. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Rand's Co- How do you know that? <laughs> it's one of. Dude, where are you getting this information? Like, who the fuck did you talk to? This is not on the internet. It is on the internet. No, it's not. Oh, my Twitter. Oh, I. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know your real no, name keep going, keep until going. yesterday. You didn't know my. Lo- I'm not saying that. I didn't know your real name. My real name's Clinton Kane. I mean, it is. Seriously. A part of his legal name is Clinton Kane. Okay, and we won't we won't but that's dissect just a, the rest. Uh, yeah, it's a long name. <laughs> it's a pretty long name. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot of new stuff about you. That's kind of crazy. What yeah. else do you want to share with the class? Uh, <laughs> I love this. In 2017, you tweeted that you're going to start recording some original music. <laughs> How's that working out? <laughs> I need to go through my Twitter and delete all this shit, Mike. <laughs> Anything else? Are you still titling your songs based on moments in time and not like creative, catchy phrases? Depends on each song. Yeah? See what I mean? If I do a little TikTok one day and I say something a little funny, I'm like in the middle of the song and it catches, and I'll do that. It's whatever I'm feeling, I feel like. Do you have a formula to how you test music? No. You did. I did. I think it's all out the window it's now. It's all fucked now. Yeah. yeah it's TikTok, man. Like, help. Like, please, dude. Like, I'm having a hard time. It's so hard. How am I supposed to promote, any- promote anything? Yeah, but I, I love that. I, I love that, like, this, like, I love that you're having this realization because you are so, like, I feel like friends at TikTok are going to get upset at me, but, like. You're a TikTok artist only in the sense that, like, you utilize it as a way to get your music out there and build a relationship. Of course. But you are not an artist dependent on the algorithm of the platform because your talent and your storytelling ability. Thank you. Like, your natural gift stands on its own in a way that is far superior than any fucking algorithm. I mean that. Like, you are not an artist that needs to live and die by it. Mm-hmm. Truly. Thank you. So, it... What does that teach you? The fact that one day you think you have, you, you, you got to unlock and the next second it's like, nah. What does that teach me? Yeah, what do you learn? What do you realize? From what? From, from the, uh, from, from thinking you, you, you've unlocked and uncovered what it takes to push a song not. on TikTok yeah. and then it going in another direction. Oh, I've learned that depression is real. Depression is real? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've learned. <laughs> Am I saying too fucked up shit? No. Okay. I'm no, all good, right? You're looking at me like I should stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking, Daniel? This is a real dumb question, but like, what's the rectangle represent? Why is there a rectangle as your profile picture? It's between the two words, ah. it all and all. Is there a, is there a meaning? Where is the rectangle in the in the album cover? I think it's between idol and all. All. Yes. <laughs> like how we're reminding you. No, I could, there's no meaning towards it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like in real time trying to figure out like something smart that I could say. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was too slow. Yeah, it just looked cool. <laughs> and then I took that rectangle and put it everywhere. And everyone like DMs me, what the fuck? What is this? What's going on? I just thought it was cool. <laughs> I don't know. That's better than anything I was expecting. <laughs> what is your idea of waking up like you're in a Disney movie? What is my idea? Yeah. What do you mean what is my idea? You, you said something online. Oh, God, like, another fucking tweet. God damn it. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, mate. Love you. Also, <laughs> that was the strongest your accent's been since you've been in here. Yeah. It sounded pretty American until you just said sorry. Really? Mate. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Got to fix that. I have to. I have to go back to Australia and hibernate over there. Yeah, you don't want to sound like us. I don't. No, it's, it's the tr- last thing I want. I agree. Oh. It's atrocious. No, I actually do love American accents. Do you? Yeah, I could do great ones. D- Give us your best. Okay. I've got two different ones. <laughs> All right. I'll do so. I'll start with a country accent first. <laughs> okay. So. All my little Americans. Um, here's, a, here's a good, here's the one line I know oh, no. for a country accent. Either from Texas or like Alabama. Okay. I'm offended and you haven't even spoken. <laughs> hey, Miriam. Why don't you get them little piggies out there and bring them out for a roast? What? <laughs> Pretty good? <laughs> no? <laughs> Not bad. Rest in peace with the pig. That's pretty good, right? Miriam. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like a country name. <laughs> I'm Miriam. 
<laughs> and then I could, I, I mean, then I could just do the normal um, metropolitan, like American? Valley, like, like. Oh, oh my God! I was walking down the street and it was fucking crazy. Do you have I like totally saw Brian hooking up with Kelsey, and it was it was honestly like, I'm so mad. Wow. It's crazy. You sound like a, fr- a mutual friend of ours. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, <the> shade. <laughs> Jesus, it's pretty good. Why is there a cat here? You know I don't like cats. You, I, you don't really like puppies either. I do. Don't say that out loud. I do love puppies. Everyone, he's lying. I do love puppies. I love love puppies, but I do specifically do not like like Zach's dogs. Oh well. I don't blame you. Like <laughs> dogs, they could be a lot. Yeah, they're like a lot. <laughs> You're right. And like the lot. timing of when I met them, like yeah, it was. Let's a lot. be honest, like it was a lot. I was intoxicated to a degree. It was, yeah, and was, I was just like, "What is going on here? Why do they keep barking at me? And why do they keep running at me?" Severely overstimulating. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> uh, is your McDonald's order still a Big Mac and an Oreo McFlurry? Yeah. Mm. How? What's the perfect grilled it. sandwich for you? Grilled sandwich. I hate sandwiches. What? You already knew this, man. No, I didn't. I do not like sandwiches. I do not like pizza. What the hell is wrong with I you? I just don't like bread. Oh. It doesn't make that's sense. True. I don't, first of all, I'm going to talk about sandwiches. I don't like sandwiches because there's you don't need two breads. <laughs> Big, like, Mac, Big Macs have an extra That's different. That's different. With the Big Mac, there's, a, there's, a, there's two buns, and those buns are not like... Like hard bread, it's yeah, like yeah. soft and mushy, and like and th- when you eat yeah. it, it just dissolves in your mouth. You don't have to like fucking bite so much. It's not real bread. It's not real bread. You it's really think about it. with sandwiches, it's just like this, like so large. And now that sa- now that just get toast, <laughs> just have one fucking bread, and then put the thing on it. You don't have to cover it with another bread. Yeah, you do. Why? You got to keep it together somehow. You don't have to. I've never met someone who doesn't like a sandwich. This is insane. You've never met anyone who doesn't like a sandwich? No. Really? No. I hate sandwiches. I've never eaten a sandwich in six years. What? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten a sandwich in six years. Even, like, I remember, like, so many points in, like, out, like we're filming music videos for album, and, like, they bring sandwiches. Now they know. Now the people know, like, if I'm at, if, like, I, if I'm hungry, like, if we need food, like, you know to get me a salmon teriyaki bowl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> either that or, ch- or, or chicken. Like at 11 a.m. in the morning, salmon teriyaki bowl. Oh. Not a fucking sandwich. No bagels either. What? what? It's the same thing. Have, you haven't had a really good bagel. I've though. had a bagel. I've tried all these things. No, like and from I New don't... York City? Like... Nah. Yes, I have. <laughs> I have. What? <laughs> what do you mean? What's the problem with pizza? Huh? What's the problem with pizza? Pizza's... Uh, my mind has changed about pizza a little bit. Ooh. I've been a Prince Street pizza a lot back oh. when I was in New York, and I ate it like every day. It's good. Or four times like that whole week I was in there. What kind of pizza you get? Pineapples. No. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, Controversial. Yeah. Pepperoni. What? Pineapples. Cheese. Yeah. No. Yes. So good. It's the perfect. It's like the perfect oh, thing on a pizza. What the fuck's your problem? I don't know. What the fuck's your problem? Why you really put a fucking fruity fruit? Always. It's on so pizza? good. I've tried strawberry on pizza. It's great. Mm. What? I just love it. I don't know. It's it's the perfect balance between yes. two flavors. I agree with that. It's so it like it like makes it strengthens everything. Yeah, I think we're taught that we're supposed to hate pineapple on pizza, but I don't think it's bad. No, it's not. Yeah, we're just told we're supposed not to like it. It's like there's a sweetness there and the sourness, and then you have the cheese, and then like it, everything just blends. And the pepperoni. God. It's kind of like Nickelback if you the think vomit. about it. Yeah, love Nickelback. Yeah, exactly. What? We all love Nickelback. <laughs> you really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll move Great. on from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Jeez, I don't know how to recover from. We've we've covered so much, <laughs> but you sharing that you put pineapple on pizza is really. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> Listen to the album, please. <laughs> Today, as you sit here, friend, how do you define success? I feel like there's two different mindsets in my head. There's a there's a definition of success in my head where I'm like I'm happy. I've got people around me whom I love, and I'm doing what I love. You know what I mean? And like. And then there's a there's a there's a goal oriented state of mind where I'm like I need to reach the top to where I need to be in order to be successful. It just like it sifts and flows sometimes both mindsets. You know what I mean? I get it. Do you know what it feels like when you're in love? <clears throat> I do. Is it real? It's real. Do you question it? 
do I question it? Yeah, like you seem confident that you know. Like you, you're aware of what love is. Yes. I've, you, I've been in love. Do you have to be in love to realize what love is when it comes again? Or is, like, no, like, like, no, because like, it ha- it's all... happened to people for the first time. Yeah, like not all love is created the same. No. Nor does all love feel the same. No. Or mean the same. Mm-hmm. So just because you've been in love once doesn't necessarily mean you have the ability. when you, when you've been in love already you can just know you just know were you really in love with someone if you were able to let him go yes that's there's a literal quote about it if you love someone enough you can let them go it's true mm. I, I i'm learning every day oh got you yes 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 sorry i'm so hot on you i'm sorry. figuring it out i'm yeah. asking no i get it um I mean, I don't know. The, the the thing is, it's just not that simple. But you it's still, just like when you're in love. It's when you're in love. It's so much more complicated than you think. It's not as simple. As, oh, I love you. There's so many things that come into it: sacrifice, patience, compromise, fucking, fucking, like all those emotions. Do you like, need to be sexually compatible to be in love? Sexually compatible. What do you mean? Like good sex? To have good sex? I mean, I think. Physical that attraction? comes with it. Of, 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 I'm pretty sure you have to be attracted to a person to some degree. Yeah. Like I don't to like some degree. I, to some degree. Like I don't like when people like. When, there's a lot of people that say like, "Oh yeah, all I care about is the personality." That's not <laughs> fucking true. No, it could like, be. Like you, no, no. You can, there you is, can be attracted to is, somebody based on their personality. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But mm-hmm. to people who say I don't care about looks are wrong. I'm sorry. Like. Maybe there are some people like that, but the vast majority of the world, like there is at least one percent of you that is attracted physically to that person. At least, correct. You're not gonna like, like I'm gonna be real with it. That's just what it is. Like yeah, when no. I, when I meet someone, and like you know, like when I meet someone, like I go up to them at a bar or whatever at a party or something. Like, what am I gonna say? Like, oh yeah, I liked you because of personality. Obviously, I did. But the reason I went up to you was because I was physically attracted to you. It goes mm-hmm. hand in hand. You know what I mean? Totally. But it's all just it's all just it's all just perspective. Like someone can be attractive to someone and someone won't find them attractive. You know? Do you think you write better music when you're in love or not in love? Or maybe the better question is like healthy relationship or not healthy relationship. Um Or have I've... you been in a healthy relationship to even know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> you really got me thinking here, mate. I don't even know. I feel like I'm, you know, slowly figuring the healthy relationship part out. Um, but most of my life has just been all toxic relationships. Do you know what I mean? If 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 that's on my part, or if that's on the other person's part, I mean, it's not black and white. Like everyone has their own hand in the toxicity of everything. Um. But I th- feel like I write. It, the the thing is, is this. Ah, I just don't know, like the whole like. Okay, for me, I feel like I write better music if I'm in a toxic relationship, a fucked up state of mind. For me, I feel like there are some people who would disagree. So, is the quest to write music in a healthier spot, or to just? keep forcing yourself into toxic situations. I don't think about it like that. I don't want to be in toxic situations, but somehow I always end up there. <laughs> you attract what you want in your head, right? Yeah. Whatever the fuck they say. No, it's true. Like, like your subconscious, like yeah. you, you can be what manifesting you, yeah. this without even knowing it. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't want to be in a toxic relationship. I don't ever strive to, to, like I don't sit down and premeditate. I really hope I'm in a toxic relationship. Fuck. I just want to write, write, write. I think I think I'm just going with the flow of life. I think where I go, where my emotions sit. Here's the thing: I've had enough deaths in my family to be able to like write about a fuck ton of shit. Yeah. Like I don't need another talk. I don't. I do not need another one. No, but, but as we're putting a period on the last chapter, yes, that was made up by the last couple of years, yes. and we enter into new energy, mm-hmm. and new situations, and new relationships, and yeah. Just new, forward. Yeah. Just fascinated. You know? What produces the better the better art? I think uh I think um I think the one thing is just I I I 
Maybe you're right. Maybe like you know, being in toxic relationships is better. But I think the one thing no. I, I constantly, I, the one thing I constantly think about is like I don't ever want to be content. I think the point where in my artistry where I reach contentness, where I'm like, okay, we're all good, like we're like everything's fine, like blah blah blah, blah is like the downfall of. I feel like a lot of people's careers. Oh, a hundred percent. So I, that's the one thing I think about. Like, I, I don't ever want to be content. I, I like fucking want my heart broken all the time. And I've been saying <laughs> since I started this that comfort leads to content and exactly. content leads to death. Yep. And you got to be uncomfortable to not be content. Yep. And if you want to thrive, you can. You just got to keep being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So it works. Yep. It's hard to wrap your mind around, especially because when you look at it, like doing this as a career for decades you know so the, people want comfort eventually <laughs> that's a great sound effect so thirsty <laughs> i do want comfort by the eventually. way he asked for five waters sorry i asked for three don't lie okay <laughs> and second of all i only got two uh, it's a, it's a little fuck up on someone's part <laughs> well you came out with that cute pink drink from starbucks too that's right, over there <laughs> I have one more in the car. <laughs> I've had so many pink drinks this week. It's actually insane. Why? I've had a total. It's been four days. I've had a total of probably 12. What, for, there's no caffeine. What are you, what are you getting in so it? so nice. So tasty. Refreshing? Yeah. Starbies. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> Starbies. What do you call McDonald's? Macca's. Macca's. That's it. Uh, I've, been, uh, it's been, I've been so bad with food. I've been have, I've, Every day this past week, I've had a chocolate milkshake mm. every single night okay. at 1 a.m i mean mm. stressful you're stress eating yeah 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 it's okay it's all right we're almost the album's almost out yeah you working out you staying in shape no yeah whoa <laughs> no, what the out. fuck <laughs> what the fuck did you just call me fat no. zach sang no i, I mean i'm if, well i mean i, I mean what I mean, something I mean, to fucking say to the class I'm grossly out of shape, but you work. You just said no. No, I'm grossly out of that's, shape. That's actually so fucked up. What me? You just said, you said no so quick to oh, this yeah. question. Well, you, you, I've never, I've uh, never seen you work out. You, you don't know. You know me, but you don't know my story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's relax, okay? That's the quote. Put that shit on my fucking my fucking lower back. You know me. I I I, I don't work story. out so consistently. I used to, but now I like one, one like maybe like I like get in these phases. <laughs> Stop it. Maybe like once a month. <laughs> no, I get in these phases. Like I mean, also the, this has been a lot of stress, so I haven't necessarily been doing it so consistently. We're also been like flying so many. Yeah, there's other there's other stuff going on. Yeah, but I do want to get into it. He looks good though. He looks great. Mm. Looks awesome. Thank you me. do. You look great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you walked in today. I was like, this man looks good. All right, thank you. Of course. He dresses exceptionally well. I'm like, I love his fashion. Also, he has his own clothing line. You should check it out. What is it called? I'm not toxic. I swear. <laughs> Can you believe him? No, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> 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 we'll put a link in the description but very truly you need to listen to this album it is a debut album uh, I'm so glad that you're getting out and getting it out into the world mm -hmm. finally finally long um, time fucking coming yeah Jesus Christ <laughs> just want it to be out now but it's an incredible body work and you should be really proud of yourself so anxious uh, yeah but and and it'd be weird if you weren't right yeah again like comfort is content yes. like you want to be uncomfortable yes. you want to yes, be yes, nervous yes, yes, yes. So it works. Yeah. I love you, Clinton Kane. Love you too. I love you. Love you, Dad. You have any final thoughts? You good? No, he's going to go tour all over the world, so go see him. We'll put a link down in the description for so that. So many as well. links down in the description. I'll put a link down for Zach Sang's Instagram <laughs> and Dan Zolo. Zolo? Zolo, that was close. Zolo. That was close, yeah. I'll put a link for them down in the description so you can check them out. <laughs> no worries, mate. All good. Just a little plug there. Thank you. We need that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Maybe someday it'll all be okay. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. But listen to the album, please. <laughs> Clinton Kane, everybody. I Thank love you. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. Maybe someday it'll all be okay. That is Clinton Kane's album. Totally deserves your ear. If you want to see this interview, it's up on YouTube for you. Just search Zach Sang Show over there. And remember that we're always looking for suggestions on who we should interview next. So let us know. Who should come by and hang out on our couch? At Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Subscribe to our podcast. Share it with those you care about. 
Please be safe. Hug your family if you can. Don't go to jail. And have an amazing day. I'll talk to you real soon. Peace and love. Today's show is hosted and executive produced by Zach Sang. It was also executive produced by Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Dylan Martyr, Dan Zolot, Joshua Rusak, and Olivia Rudensky. Music by James Ashuto. Senior producer, Caitlin Plummer. Associate producer, Eve Bishop. Production sound mixing on today's show was done by Alex Goins, Nico Pierce, and Joseph Hartshorn. Sound mixing was done by Daniel Chavez-Crook and Ivan Wayman. Post-production manager was Caroline Rude. Production manager was Michelle Dorostock. And our production coordinator was Bryce Herless. And that was an episode of The Zach Sang Show. Talk to you soon.